Hello, and welcome back to the Save the Cat podcast. I'm Naomi, and for those of you who don't know me, I teach Save the Cat online workshops in addition to reading and consulting with writers on their beat sheets and screenplays. And this is the first episode of a new series here on the podcast. We have six episodes planned for you, all about the Blake Snyder beat sheet, or the BS2 as it's sometimes called. Um, In this series, we're going to talk about the most common questions and challenges writers run into when learning about and using the beat sheet, as well as some best practices and ways you can use the beat sheet at different stages of the development process. So today, in the first episode here, we're going to talk about something that is maybe the most commonly overlooked aspect of the beat sheet. Um, But first, let's back up and quickly talk about what is this beat sheet thing I keep referencing, just in case this is new for you. Um, The BS2 is a list of the major beats of a screenplay, as Blake Snyder outlined them in his book, Save the Cat. And the beat sheet, as he devised it, really came out of his own need to be able to see his story all on one page. There are 15 beats on the BS2, and when you take those beats and describe each of them with a sentence or two, you have a complete overview of the structure and flow of a story all on one page. It's great. So it's a really useful tool for mapping out an entire story, whether that's, you know, one you're inventing or one you're analyzing for your own learning process. Um, Okay, so back to today's topic. This is one of those things that might seem easy once you know it, but when you're just getting familiar with the beat sheet, it can really trip you up. And here it is. Some of the beats on the beat sheet are scenes, and some are sections of story. So why is it useful to notice this? Well, if the process of figuring out your story is like putting a puzzle together, it's helpful to know the size and shape of the piece you're looking for right now, right? Um, Is it a clear turning point, which usually happens in one scene or even a moment? Or are you looking for a bigger piece, and should you be thinking in terms of things that are happening you know, across several scenes or uh, sequences. So, for example, one of the beats on the beat sheet is the catalyst. And a story's catalyst is typically a scene. The function of that beat is to intrude into the main character's life and shake it up to um, introduce the main conflict, whether the protagonist knows about that conflict yet or not. um, That's where it's generally introduced, and the audience is aware of it. Um, the other thing that the catalyst can do is present the protagonist with a problem or opportunity that will need to be dealt with. So it's typically a turning point, and that happens um, rather suddenly or quickly, uh, very often, and it happens, you know, in one scene. So if we look at a few movies, in Die Hard, it's when the terrorists show up. In Hell or High Water, it's when the sheriffs learn of the bank robberies. And in Silence of the Lambs, it's when Clarice meets Hannibal Lecter for the first time, and he issues her a challenge. Um, You know, on the other hand, the next beat after the catalyst on the beat sheet is the debate. And that's a whole section of the story. Um, In your script, it's going to be, you know, 10 or 15 pages or so. And there's a lot that's happening in that section uh, to get us on board with the journey that the main character is about to go on. So, for example, in Silence of the Lambs, in that section, that's where we see Clarice summoning enough courage and working through all the steps um, to fulfill Lecter's challenge to his satisfaction. Then that results in him making her the offer to help solve her case. 
the debate section, you know, deals with everything that needs to happen to move us from the introduction of the conflict to the protagonist taking on the story goal. And we usually need several scenes to get there believably. You know, we want to do it in a way that the audience um, is willing to go along for the ride. Um, so you might be thinking, you know, what's the big deal there? Um, some of the BS2 beats are scenes and some are sections. So what? So here's why it's worth paying a little extra attention to. If you're working out the beats of your story and you don't take into consideration the different proportions of those beats, there are two really common outcomes, um, and neither of these are great for your screenplay. So the first of them is that your structure can feel sort of soft or mushy. And this can happen when we aren't really clear on our turning points. So we describe several things that are happening in that beat. Uh, instead, for beats like The Catalyst, we're looking for one important thing that turns the story in a new direction. Like, for example, if I'm writing Silence of the Lambs, and for The Catalyst I say, in this beat, Lecter confesses to some unsolved murders, and Clarice goes to meet him, and he makes her an offer to help, and then Clarice's dead father comes to her in a dream and tells her she has to be the best FBI agent she can be. That's just too many things. The catalyst is an event that turns the course of the story, and we feel that sharp turn when we're reading or watching. That's part of the fun of the ride. So part of your job as the writer is to make a choice and find that event that's going to effectively turn the story. Um, the second outcome that can be, you know, that can happen when you're not paying as much attention to the proportions of the beats is that um, you don't have enough story to fill out the length of the screenplay. This can happen when we accidentally describe those beats that are supposed to be sections of the script um, as scenes or single events. Again, to use Silence of the Lambs as an example, in the debate section there, Clarice is taking several actions and there are several different things we're learning about why this particular journey is going to be so hard but also so important for her. Um, but say I'm writing that story, and if I was figuring it out and working on the beats, and on the beat sheet I wrote, Clarice goes to the storage unit and finds the identity of the killer. You know, that's really only one scene. So if that was my, if that was the way I described the debate section on my beat sheet, when it came time to go from beat sheet to note cards or to script, if that's all I had, my first act would be too thin. Not only too short, but I'd also have just missed out on a lot of important story stuff that we need for the audience's emotional investment and the character's stakes and all of that. So that is why it's an important distinction and one we wanted to, do, wanted to devote an entire episode to. Um, and I challenge you to look at the BS2 and maybe even look at the beat sheet of your own project and see how you're handling the proportions of the beats. Do you have scenes where there are turning points? And do you have enough in the sections to fill out the story? Um, you know, take a look and see how you're doing there. As always, I'd love to hear your thoughts and questions in the comments. And I'll be back soon with the next episode of this series where, where we'll talk about why you probably won't figure out your beats in chronological order and how you might want to approach those beats instead. So until then, thanks for listening and happy writing.